Gemara, Baba Kabadav Samet, Masechet, dedicated to the Hatzlachah IDF, Benjon Shivuim, and Refuat Acholim. Hatzlachah for Paula Batros, Shetia Tela Balad Beshatuba Muslacha, Tupashlema, Shimon Ben Sumha, and Narifanadom, Bedaniel Yaakov Ben Shoshana. So we begin today's daf on Nuntet Amud Bet, Mustafa in the Gemara, on the bottom. Amar Beshlakish Meshemed Haskiyah. So we learned in the Mishnah that if a person gives the Chadesh or Tevah Katan a Be'ira, a fire, and they go out and damage, so. Uh, the person is patur. Bidine Adam, Bechaya Bidine Shamayim. The sender. So the Gemara uh, says that's only talking about Shemasar lo Gachelet. You gave him a coal. And the Cheresh, uh, Liba. So he had to blow on it. So therefore you can't, you can't blame the one that gave it to him because he gave him a coal. It wasn't yet you know, uh, flammable. He needed to blow on it. Aval masalo shalhevet, but if you actually gave him a torch, you gave him the fire, so hayav, that's already like a more, it's more direct. That's considered a, a direct damage. My ta'ma, ma'asav kagarmulo. The ma'asav of the mosed was good. I mean, you know what's going to happen. You give a torch to a hayresh, what are they going to do? They're going to run around and burn stuff. So that's considered a, a ma'asav. The hayav to pay. But if you have a man, I feel the patur. Even if you gave him the torch, it's going to be patur. My ta'ma. Sabta the Hedesh Karmalo. The grip of the Hedesh caused it. Bottom line, he's still got to hold on to it. He's got to you know, take it to where he's going to take it. He has to grab it. So therefore, that's not considered something that you attribute to the one that gave it to him. Uh, the Hedesh still has to uh, do something. And therefore, he's going to be. Uh, patur in that case. So what's the case? It's going to be Hayav. But the Mahayev, the Moser is not going to be Hayav. Adshim Sorlo Gavza. Until he gives the Hadesh Gavza is thorns. Silta. Silta means uh, little pieces of wood chips. Ushraga and a Ner. Dahu Vadai Maase Dide Garmu. Let's try to understand what this is saying here. Basically, he gave him all the ingredients to a fire. Uh, he gave him a starter kit, exactly. He gave him the wood chips, he gave him the, the flame, he gave him the, 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 uh, uh, the gabza, the kotzim. So why is that, why does that make the mosed hayab more than if he gave him the flame itself? If he gave him the flame, so no, no, he has to hold on to it. And therefore, that's not your item. The holding on to it is the, is the, um, is the hayresh's action. And this one, it is not to hold on to it. You gave him all the equipment. So, oh, you gave him all the equipment, that's already, you're guilty. So we have to, we have to massage this, uh, this sabara. So I saw brought down from the Hedushim of Rav Nahum, he says, uh, In the giving it over is considered gram because what is the way of the Hadesh? He was going to play around with it. You're giving him all this, uh, in, you know, this, uh, this uh, materials. He's going to for sure pull around and start a fire. So it's considered a direct result of the one that gave it. Because he knows that the Eno Ben Da'at, the Hadesh is going to do such a thing. Abad b'shalhevet ena olacha munachat be'etzem ha'mesira. But when you give him the shalhevet, the flame itself, the holacha, the fact that he goes, that's not intrinsic in the actual giving. Ve'ena olacha nechshevet kena'asit al yedek gramat ha'moser. Still hard to understand. Hard to understand. He's putting hairs over. He's saying, when, when, when you give him the shalhebet, so your action is over. 
Now he's going to walk and go uh, put it on. That's the, that's the Hiresh's action. <coughs> but here, when you give him all this, uh, like you call it a kit, so you got to know that that's what he's going to do. He's going to try to get this started. And therefore, it's like you're, you're enabling him now to go make a, uh, make a fire. So that's already a greater uh, 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 connection between the Mossad and the... Not a psikhleshet. It's, it's a great... It's, it's a greater a connection between the Mossad and the Khadesh because you know that he's, you're giving him all this equipment, he's going to fool around with it. It's, it's a less of a step than giving him a van that he has to walk. Right. He's going to make the fire itself as a result of you giving it to him. So what's your cause that you cause him to make the fire, so to speak, and therefore you're going to be responsible. Shalach biyad pikeyach ha-pikeyach hayav. Okay, if you sent it in the, by, by a pikeyah, the pikeyah is chayav. Now the Mishnah said that um, if let's say um, liba, liba means he blew on it. And then after blowing on it, it went and damaged. So the question is, before we get to this subject of blowing on it to cause it to damage, we're going to get into some semantics now. Amar of Nahman bar Yitzhak, man detani liba lo mishtabesh, Either Gersa is okay. Liba or Niba. Mandetani Liba lo mishtabesh. You see that word labat esh means a related to fire. So Liba, he caused it to, to flame. This week's perasha. Mandetani Niba lo mishtabesh. Like it says, Bore Nib Sefataim. Nib Sefataim is what comes out of the mouth. The air that comes out of the mouth, basically like a form of Bellowing. So, okay, you want to say, Niba, Liba, it all works. Okay, now, let's continue. The Mishnah said, let's say a guy took the coal and he blew on it. And as a result, it damaged. Hayab. However, if it wasn't him that did it, it was the Ruach that did it, the wind that did it. So then already, Peturi. Tanurbanan. Liba viliptaha Ruach. Aha. So the shayla we have over here is like this. It was what we call a joint effort. He blew on it, but there was also a wind. And as a result, the flame moved and damaged. So do you make him responsible or not? So the Gabara says, Well, if his blowing would have caused it alone, without the aid of the wind, that is going but if not, not. Which means if it's only going to be damage in conjunction with the wind, then he's off the hook. So the, uh, the Gemara comes along and says, Now, even though the wind alone would not be enough, so you needed his blowing also, but still he's going to be patur. So he says, Mishum shahayum shel esh, to be hayab esh, it's got to be you solely, and not you plus. And therefore, even though you contributed, contributing is not enough to be hayab to the mazik of esh. Fine. Amai leve kezore v'ruah mesayato. Winnowing. What's the law of winnowing? You take the, 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 the wheat with the chaff, you throw it up into the air. What happens? The wind comes, blows away the chaff, and the wheat falls down. You hayav. Even though you needed the wind in order to, to help you, and uh, it was a combination, and in that combination we say what? Hayav. So therefore, now the Gibran will find distinctions here, but the is asking that if you follow the rule of Shabbat, what do we care? You see over here that uh, even though you have the ruach, it should be hayav. So the Gemara gives a few answers here. The Gemara is accepting the comparison. Offset. That means, really you're right. If he was blowing in one direction and the wind came in the same direction... Really, it would be Hayav, because it's a combination. And really, combination, 
Yechayav, but you see on Shabbat. But this case over here, you can't blame the guy because he was blowing one way, and the wind was blowing the other way, and therefore they offset each other. His blowing is nothing. So that's why it's not going to be Hayab in this case. But in the Kanam, if he was blowing in the same direction as the wind, could be, he'll be Hayab. Second answer. Good. He was blowing while a normal wind was blowing. And that normal wind was not enough with his blowing to cause the fire to, to move. He's blowing. There's a nice wind going. Nothing's happening. All of a sudden, a gust came. Uh, and he didn't expect that gust. But, but even though now, as a result of his blowing with the gust, it, it, it damaged, since he couldn't anticipate it, because when he started to blow, it was a, a normal wind, that's what's going to be patur. Third answer, <laughs> this answer is, guess what? He wasn't blowing on it. He would samrat samur. He just was breathing. And some air went on it. That's why it's not going to be Hayat. So it just pulls the whole, uh, pulls the rug out of the whole thing. It wasn't Iba. Samad Samune. Just talking. The air coming out of his mouth. Now, Rabasheh is going to say, hold it. I don't accept the whole question. You're asking me a question from Shabbat. And you accept the premise that Shabbat and Mazikim are working the same way. And that means, oh, on Shabbat, Hayat, if there's a Ruach that's helping. So therefore you should be Hayat here also. So we've got to answer all these questions now. No, he wasn't helping because it was offset, or uh, he wasn't, uh, he, at the time that he was blowing, nothing really would have happened. You got to give all these answers. That was just says, I don't know what you're talking about. We said this a hundred times. When the Torah is forbidding something on Shabbat, they, for, they don't care if the wind helped or not. They care what was your intent. Your intent was... To separate the wheat from the chaff. That's called Melechet Mashevet. And you accomplished that. How did you accomplish it? Who cares? You threw it up, the wind helped you. Bottom line, you accomplished what you wanted to. It's called Melechet Mashevet, and then you're going to be Hayab. But Nizikim worked with different rules. Gerama. Over here, what happened? What caused it to damage? It's true, I blew. But my blowing alone would not have been enough. I needed the wind. That's called a grama. That's indirect. And therefore, grama benizikim patur. So therefore, this answer is not even accepting the premise of the question. What do you ask me from Zoreh? Zoreh has its own rules, Shabbat rules, and nizikim has its own rules, and therefore, they are not the same. Mishnah. So you send the fire, and it singed or ate wood or stone or afar or dirt. Hayav. Okay, why not? All these things that the Torah is telling us that got burnt. Kotsim is what? Thorns. Gadish is a, a pile of, uh, of, of grain. Kama is stalks. Sadeh, the field. Okay, we got the point. No, no, you need all these examples. Because, listen, wherever you see thorns, fires usually happen in those flammable areas. And it's normal in area that people are going to be Posheya, because again, since it's very flammable, so people are a little, uh, maybe they're not careful, and therefore, you know, they don't watch their fire, especially in a place that's flammable, and therefore, it, 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 we can say, you know why Hayab by Kotsim? Because he was a Posheya. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, uh, which means, the people are not so careful that, 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 that that's what happens. Uh, you know, forest fires, they throw the thing in the, 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 the forest, and they make the fire, they're posheya. They don't pay attention. Therefore, they, 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 they consider negligent that they should have 
you know, uh, recognized. However, Gadish, the Loshchiri Eshkabayu, by a Gadish, there's no fire by Gadish. Veloshchi de Pasha, you know, people don't set fires usually on Gadishim. Uh, I might have thought that maybe Gadish, you assume that it's honest. And therefore, maybe when you see Gadish on fire, you don't assume that it was a Poshe, and therefore you can say that what? Honest, therefore, Patur. And that's why you say no. Even Gadish, Shayach. He katab Rahmana Gadish. Habamina Gadish Hayab Rahmana. Mishub Devsid Mirubahu. Interesting. Abal Kotim Devsid Moat Emalo. Amazing Savara. Well, you know what? Gadish, I'd say you gotta pay, you know why? Significant. But Kotim, eh, small, uh, small damage. So what? Wow. Uh, and, 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 and if a guy damages uh, 10 cents, you say, what? It's under the, uh, under the shiur? What's going on over here? So I saw the Sevara. But maybe when it comes to through your ish, you could make Hanukim like that. That wasn't, you didn't do it directly. It happened through your ish. So maybe you can make a Hanuk between significant damage and not significant kalashwalan. No. We don't. Kama Now, one of the things that says in the pasuk is what? Kama. What is kama? Stalks. So ma kama begalui afkol begalui. So it comes to teach you what? That you only hayab on fire on things that are revealed, like stalks. They're opened, but you're not hayab in what's called tamun. What's tamun mean? Hidden. Something that's covered. But according to the Yehuda, that says that you hayab in tamun by ish. What is the word kama coming to teach? That a boat called ba'ale koma. It's coming to tell us that what uh, all types of uh, koma, even though these are type of stalks that you don't put in a gadish. I guess certain stalks you pile, and certain stalks and grains you don't pile. So what it says that kama means even a kama that's not gadishable. It's still going to be hayab lerabot kol baale koma, and then it comes along and says af baale hayim. That will come and include even animals and trees. Animals stand straight or stands tall. A tree stands tall, but you don't you don't pile it. So then, that's also called a kama, not only grains, even other things that are standing erect or stand uh, stand up. An animal, a tree. How do the rabbis know? How do they learn it from? So learn it from the O. The extra O comes and includes. What does he do with the O? Don't think that you hayab on ish until it burns all these things in the Pasuk. The O comes and teaches me. Even one of these items are going to be out. You might have thought that maybe you're not hayav until you burn the, the, whole, uh, the, whole, the whole town. Then. But a banan, the halik minalu. How does the rabbis know the halik to separate them? Nafkalihu, o hasadeh. Because we have another o before the word hasadeh. Oh, but be Yehuda, what does he do with that? Aidi de katab rakmana o akama, katab o hasadeh. Amazing. It's an Aidi. Uh, the second o is. Uh, Symmetry uh, uh, symmetrical, exactly. Yeah. So we wrote the O by Kama. So just to keep uh, the Pasuk uh, balanced. So we wrote O, I said, but don't, don't, uh, don't, don't learn anything from it. Wow. So now to give us the next question is, Sadeh Lamali. That let's say the, uh, the fire scorched the earth or scorched his stones. Sadeh. Meaning it didn't burn the actual wheat. It burned the field. Hold it. If you tell me that even if it burned the earth, Yahayab, so what do you got to tell me all these other things? Other things are actual tangible items. Sericha. If it just would have said the word Sadeh, if it just would have said the word Sadeh, I would have said, what does Sadeh mean? Not the field. What is on the field. And that's why it said Kama to tell me that's what's on the field. Therefore, Sadeh means the field itself. Okay. Troubles don't come to the world. 
only when there's a shaim in the world. When the punanut comes, it starts with the tzadikim. When is the ish of Puranut come? The ish of tragedy, Lo Alinu come? As much as Kotsim Mitsuyim, when there's Kotsim, who's the Kotsim? The thorns. Who's the thorns? The Shaim. When it starts with the Tzadikim, Shneemar. When Echal Kadish. Echal means Kadish is the, the pile, the one that's high, that's a Tzadik. When Echal Kadish Lo Neemar. Echal. That would be a forward, that would be present. It doesn't say ba'achal. Ela b'ne'echal. They were eaten already. It sounds like they, they go first. B'ne'echal kadish. That when the fire comes to take vengeance against the kotzim, know already b'ne'echal kadish. The kadish went first. The tzaddik, the alenu goes first. Wait, wait, wait. How, how, does, how, does that, how is that possible? It's a deep, it's a deep. What do you do? Why don't you ask me why? Why don't you ask me? Just ask me. Just ask me. Just ask me. Why? Just ask me. Why? Why is it a shot? Why is it kind of? Just ask me. Why? Why is it? Okay. Good question. That's a great question. I know you got an introduction. What's your question? I'll tell you. The question is like the question is like this. Why should it be that? So some explain. It's a mercy for the tzaddik that we won't have to witness the tsar of the of the world that they're going to go through. Like metushelah, God took him before the mabul, so he doesn't have to endure. Hazakabaru, exactly. You see, it, you see it a lot of times. That, uh, uh, and some say another reason, second second shot, that when the people see the gedolim, exactly, it will cause them to make the shuvah. That when they start to see that they're losing their protection. So they start to see that uh, they better shape up. So it's not a punishment for the tzaddik. Actually, it's uh, either to save the tzaddik from tsar, or it's to arouse the people to make the shuvah. Tani Rav Yosef, my tichtiv. Ve'atem lo titzu ish bepetach beto ad boker. That was by Makat Bechoro. So what did God say? Don't leave your house till the morning. This is a quarantine. That's amazing. That's a good lesson. That's what, 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 once, once already there's the satans out there in the street and he's able to kill. Careful. Be, be careful. There's no, there's no discerning anymore. That's what they said you know, during the pandemic. Just stay in. Even the, even the good guys. When he has rights... It, 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 it's different rules that are working. Maybe the satan goes into the good guys first. And once he has rights... So he, he has over here, first. he says, Sarik Iyun. The, the question over here is, is that what do you mean, Kivan Shinitan Lishut Lemashchit Lahabil? In Makap Bechorot, it was Hashem himself. Ani velo malach, ani velo sarach. So this is a bad example. This is, this is not the case of the Mashchit. And Hashem knows who the tzaddik is, who the Rasha is. So what's going on over here? So... Um, uh, he says over here that um, he quotes from Rashi on the pasuk Magid Shemeachal Shenitna Reshut LeMashit Rabel Eno Vimen Sikh Rasha VeLaila Reshut LeMahablimu. Like it says, "But the Moskul Haytu Yad." Kedomar She Isur Yitziyah BaLaila Sheneemar Sham Lo Ayam Ekdei Malachem Mashit Shemakat BeChorot Botu Alaila Ekdei Mashitim Mitzvim Bechol Elot. Wow, comes out according to the way that she's learning. This is every night. Because once the mazikim are able to come out, everybody's vulnerable. And therefore, every night the mazikim come out, right? Like it says, Tashit Choshit Laila, was So therefore, the way that she's learning, it's not necessarily a makap bechorot item, it's a daily order. Ramban says, What are you talking about? He says, She imze atam, Shum Shlilat, Shilayla, Reshutta Mahablin, so nobody, you can never go out. We're going to make a new law. The people have to stay home every night at sunset. That's a, that's a hard... Uh, so, I once saw, I think from the Gaon the Vilna, that, that um, on that night, on that night, nobody died, not even people that were supposed to die that, which means you have the regular people that their time was up. So therefore, uh, the Satan, if he would have killed, let's say, people that were uh, 
you know, then already wouldn't able to the shouldn't have been put all would have said, oh, he died. You know. So therefore, right, because they were supposed to die that night, they, they didn't even die that night. Um, so that's why they had to stay inside, because if they would have gone outside, then already the Satan that was going to take the regular guys that would do, they could have got him. So therefore, the Satan was out to take the regular guys if they would come out of their house. Then they had permission. So we're saying that to stay inside to be protected from that. And who knows if it's their time or not? Nobody knows if it's their time or not. Everybody had to stay, stay inside. El Batechem. El Batechem. Exactly. That's perfect. El Batechem. There was a Mashhid. 100%. There was a Mashhid. That's the Satan I'm talking about. The Mashhid is. No, no, no. The Mashhid that was supposed to kill the people that were supposed to die that night. Yeah. Let's say there was a guy that was supposed to die that night. He was a Bechor. And his, 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 he was supposed to die. People die every night. So that Mashchit will not go to kill even the people that was supposed to. Hashem was killing the Bechorot. And the Satan was going to kill the people that were destined due, time. were destined. And the Pasuk is saying, that even the people that were destined, as long as they stay inside. Once they go outside, uh, so he says, "V'lo'od ela shematchim min atzadikim tehila." Wow, when uh, when the uh, when the satan comes out, so the tzadikim become more vulnerable. Could be because they're when there's a midat hadin in the world. So therefore, the tzadik goes first because even a small infraction of the tzadik is magnified, right? Like Aaron and his children, a small little love. We don't even know what the Avon is. They got zapped. And Moshe Rabbeinu is Bekrubaya Kadesh. These are the, the holiest ones. That when it's a Bidat Tadin, even the Tzaddik cannot escape it. It starts with them, because their sins are, are magnified. Like a, a baby, a newborn, right? Take it out, is your custom? I'm not recommending, I don't think. Where do you want to take him? Where do you want to go? Velo od Ela, it's up to the mother, whatever the mother wants. Velo od Ela, we're so worthless. The Sadiqim, this is what we get. It starts with us. So it doesn't pay to be a Sadiq. This is what Ilan's cancer. It's a benefit for them. Why? Before the ra'ah comes, the tzaddik is taken. So it's benefit. They don't have to experience the ra'ah. It's not, not a bad thing. And um, that's, a, that's a very, very important lesson. We saw this in history. Now, anytime you see Gedolim pass, it should concern everybody because something's coming. Something's coming. Like I said before 9-11, we lost a lot of Gedolim. We lost <laughs> Rabbi Gifter. We lost Rabbi Miller. Alam Shalom. Uh, uh, there was a third. Rapa uh, maybe. Oh. maybe. It was, it was a couple, whole list of Gedolim that we lost in one year and boom. And nine eleven. The last couple of years ago it was from Chaim Kadiyevsky. And uh, every time you lose the Gedolim, then uh, you have to this Kibbutz has to come to mind, and it should be uh, it should be a wake up call. Don't they mitigate it also? Uh, you hope so. You hope so. Amar of Yehuda, Amar that, that, that shouldn't be our reaction. Our reaction should be, okay, he good. Sadiq died, we're good. They'll mitigate it. They'll mitigate it if we mitigate it. They're not going to mitigate it. Okay, well, okay. Took one for the team. Took one for the team. All right. We're good. Le'olam yikanes adam bechitov. But you're not wrong, Johnny, because some learn the pasuk like that. Ki mipeneha la'ah, not... Before the ra'ah, right? Because there's two ways of learning this pasuk. We're learning it now. Meaning, before the ra'ah, and some learn because of the ra'ah, there's something that's kapara, and therefore it gives you more time to, you know, to, it's an atonement. Uh, traveling information. This is a uh, big traveling data, more time. So when you travel, you should always get to the city when it's still light outside. Kitov is a code word. Kitov. So how do the rabbis use uh, 
light. Kitov, that's code. Whenever you check into the city, you always should check in by day. And whenever you're leaving, the Yitzah, Bechitov. Now, why do they want you to check in uh, when it's still day? Uh, because uh, I think when you get to a new city, you don't know the terrain. And there's potholes, and there's ditches, and there's dangerous neighborhoods, all that. So it's the light out, so you can see exactly where to go, and you get to your lodging. You have to remember, the older days didn't have lights at night. There's no lights in the streets, exactly. So once it gets dark, sakana, with you. So therefore, check in when it's still late, and when you, when you leave, you should also leave in the morning, for the same, uh, same reason. Of course, you're not, you, don't, you don't want to get... Um, Damage. How do we know this? Shneimar, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, Atem, Lotet, Su Ish Pepetach, Betoad Boker. Right. Don't leave until the morning. Do no interpretation. Taru Banan, Deber Ba'ir. What is it? Deber. Pestilence. COVID line. How's that COVID exactly? So what do you do? Kanes Raglecha. Contagious diseases, pandemics. Stay home, lock yourself in the room, don't come out. There was a pandemic, it was called Makkah Bechorot. Therefore, stay inside. Go into your houses. Close the doors. And wait till the Za'am passes. Third Pasuk. Outside the Herev, the sword is causing death. And the people that were inside... They were fearful. They were they were afraid, mm-hmm. but they were inside. Mahadari. So we have three pesukim basically to tell us the same thing. So the Gemara says, "My veomer." What do you need the veomer? And it's basically saying the same thing three times. That may be only by makat bechorot that happened at night. So that's already scary to go outside. That's where you have to you know hunker down. Aval mama, but maybe during the day. Look. Which is referring to even in the day. Because it said in the Pasuk, Ki Hashem And that did not discern between day or night. And therefore, even in the day, if there's a Magifa or a Devin, you got to stay home. And then the Gemara So maybe that's only when, when you go into your house, you'll be secure and unafraid. But if you're going to be still afraid in the house, maybe there's no difference. If the fear is equally inside or outside, so maybe do what you want. Maybe it's better to be outside with a lot of people. To be, you know, comforted with the people. Outside the chedev is ravaging. And in, inside the people are afraid. Even though in the inside there's Ema, don't go out. You know why? Because stay inside. So the Hadush of the third person is even if there's fear inside the house as well, stay, there anyway. stay, stay inside inside. Which is like in COVID, there was fear inside the house. We watch TV all day long, scared out of their wits. It didn't matter. We're going to go. Some people went to work every day. That would, that would have been the best thing to do. That would have been the best thing to do. That would have been the best thing to do. Food guys did good. Rabbis did good too. Caught with the Zoom. Rabbis did good. I was the only one doing my own profession. Everyone else. Ladies start to give birth. Rabba. Yes. Certain certain standard things still 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 went. Rabba. Be'idan Ritha Habe Sakhar Kaveh. Amazing. Close the windows. Close the windows. When there was, uh, you know, a, uh, a pandemic or there was anger in the world. Anger in the world. Bidat Adin. Close the windows. Why? Dechtiv ki ala mavet bahalonenu. Satan comes through the windows. Shut the windows. Shut the vents. It's amazing how they take this. So Gabbara says, he writes over here that it was talking about when there was bad air. Mm. Like it was like a pandemic in the air. So therefore, shut the window. It was good advice. Don't, uh, don't, be, don't be silly. Shut the window. Seal your doors. Tarubanan. Ra'ad ba'ir. Famine, God forbid, hits the city. 
Pazer Aglecha. Leave, leave the city. Shneema. Vahira Abba Aris. Vahirid Avram Mitzrayma Lagurcham. The Ramban has a claim on Avraham. But here for this Kibbara sounds like he was doing the right thing. There's a famine in the city. You leave. Explanation is, yeah, Avraham is teaching what other people might have done, but he shouldn't have done it. Which means, you know, we can learn from Avraham for us. But he didn't have to do that, maybe, because he's Avraham. He shouldn't have had. But Isaac Sheer says that Avraham didn't go down because he didn't have He just felt that his whole purpose is to be Mekarev people, and you can't Mekarev a guy in an empty stomach. So therefore, he's not going to be able to be successful in uh, in in uh, in Qur'an. So How could you teach a guy about God when the guy says, where's God? I'm starving. My kids don't have anything to eat. Where's God? They can't hear it. So he said, I'll be successful in my outreach to go there where there's prosperity. People can hear it. When the famine subsides, I'll go back. He wasn't concerned that God can't give him a pita bread, you know, for him and his family in Qur'an. That was not his issue. That's the way of Isaac claims. So why not learn from Yaakov? What was Yaakov's story? Remind me. There, they might have had food still. He, was, he had food in Canaan at the time. Al Tzrau, he had food. His family. He just went down because of Anusapia Dibur. It was Anusapia Dibur. Here, there was a famine. So he says, Remember the famous story we always learned with the four guys that were Mitzurayim, the four guys that were Gazi and his sons. So what they say? There was a famine. They says, if we're going to stay here, we're going to die. Im amanu or we have a chance to go to the city. Listen, we can't lose anything. The famine, for sure, we're going to die. We can go to the city. If there's no food over there, okay, so what's the difference? And then, let's go into Mahane Aram. And uh, we'll see what happens. If, 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 if we get something, we get something. If not, we'll die anyway. So that was their... They basically, they, they basically, see, they moved their position. They didn't stay where they were. They moved. So my ve'omer, what do you need the second basuk for? You might have thought that maybe you only move positions if you know that you'll be guaranteed life in the next place. But to put yourself in danger in the next place, maybe you shouldn't. Kamash on the second pasuk says that they moved to Aram, even though they didn't know if they're going to live in Aram. Maybe they're going to get killed. But still, move out of the famine place. Even if the place you're going to is Safek, Nefashot. Tarabanan, David Ba'ir, pandemic in the city. Don't walk in the middle of the street. You know why? Because he's, he owns the town. Malachah Mavit owns the, uh, the right of passage and you don't want to get in his way, so don't walk in the middle of the streets when, when there's the trouble in the city. Because once he's given permission, he's arrogant. He walks in the middle of the street. So we have to walk down the side streets. Shalom Ba'ir, when there's peace in the city, when there's prosperity, don't take the side streets. Why? Because it's not a power at that time. He's hiding in the bushes. So therefore, don't, don't be on the side. Because basically, on the good time, walk in the center of the street. When it's bad times, uh, uh, walk on the side street. Now, what does this mean over here? So the famous Nashbesh, he explains the Kabbalah like this. How beautiful the Nashbesh is. When a person is enjoying good health, what does it mean? Eat normally, drink normally, beware the extremes. When you enjoy good health, so therefore everything in moderation, as they say. You have to sleep the right amount of time, and you have to dress properly, you know, not too much, not too little. However, at the time of a Magifah, then already you got to go to the extreme. Lift not, absolutely before in order, because people are vulnerable. So therefore, don't eat so much. Only eat things that are qualitative food, and you have to be careful to sleep extra, and you have to be careful from depression, and you have to have extra simha. So therefore, that's what it's basically saying. When times are good, stay in the middle. I mean, you can enjoy a little, you know, you have, you have flexibility. But when times are bad, you got to go to the extreme. You move to the, and therefore, you have to have a, a greater awareness. Beautiful way of understanding. Okay, well, this definitely happened. When there's a pandemic, don't go to shul. Close the shul down. That's the first thing you do. Well, at least alone. 
so that's it. If, 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 so if you have children sitting in the yeshiva learning, you don't have to worry. The satan can't put his kelim over there. And we see again how many times we said this. When the kids are learning Torah, it protects the city. Even the satan says, I got to go find a different, different location. Or a synagogue doesn't have a minyan. Like it says, when God comes to the Bet Knesset and he sees there's no ten people, he gets angry. So basically it's coming to say over here that... Um, if the Bet Knesset has a minyan and has a, uh, children learning, even if there's their bit in the place, you're not going to be worried to go to that Bet Knesset. If the dogs are crying, it's a sign. If the dogs are smiling, I don't know, you ever heard a dog smile? I wouldn't know how a dog cries or a dog laughs. Now, obviously they don't know anything, but a Kadosh Baruch Hu created them with that teva. That Kananeh, they sense, and therefore they react. So that way you can react. Now, the only time we say that the dog, his reaction indicates this, is that there's not a female dog in the vicinity. Because then it's a false positive. The reason why he's laughing is not because of Navi. He's laughing because of uh, other things. That's <laughs> so only talking about where there's no nekeva in the vicinity. But there's a nekeva, then forget about Eliyahu Navi. Think it's more practical reason why he's laughing. Eliyahu Navi is Bidimilah or Mashiach? No, no, no. No, it's a It's come to the city. Remember for a verse? Who knows? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Continue. Famous anecdote. So Rav Ameh and Rav Aseh were sitting in front of Rav Yitzhak Nafcha. Mor Amar Leh, so one of them tells the rabbi, Lema Mor Shema'ateta, teach us halakha. Mor Amar Leh, Lema Mor Agata. Not give us, you know, Agata, Dirash. So he, he, you know, he started to say, Agata. The other rabbi said, No, no, no. So he started to say, Agata. The other rabbi said, No, no. Agata. He says, Give me a mashal to what's taking place over here. He has two wives. One's a young lady. One's an old lady. The young girl pulls out the white hairs in his head. And the old lady pulls out the black hairs. What ends up happening? Basically, it's a bolt. It's basically, uh, you want me to say this, and you want me to say that. I can't do anything. I'm, 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 what in the world is going on in this Gemara? What in the world are they doing? What, 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 is, what is the mashal? It turns out that the Agadah rabbi won the day because he, he got to talk Agadah. He gave him a, gave him a, gave him a nice mashal. He got to, it worked, whatever, whatever he did. And, unless, unless, unless he gave him a Agadah with a halakha. Because it was a halakha that they're pulling out hairs of a white, putting out white hairs. I got to do that, bichlal. So anyway, before we get to the uh, to see if anybody mentions this here, let's continue. Amalein, Yahachi, Ema lechum miltad shavlat albaiku. I'll give you uh, something that's, you know, uh, uh, for both. I'll give you a hadush that's halakha and agada. Exactly. Kit etze esh, umatza kotzim. The fire is going to go out. Kit etze is going up by itself. 
תצא מעצמה. בטל את זה שלם ישלם המבעיר את הבעירה. הוא lit the fire, הוא set the fire, הוא sounds like that it's intentional, make up your mind. Is it the מבעיר or is it כי תצא? זה אמר הקדוש ברוך הוא, כה ביורפו. עליי לשלם את הבעירה שהבערתי. I have to pay for the fire that I set. אני הצאתי אש בציון. God says, I set the Bet HaMikdash aflame. שנאמר, ויצאת אש בציון ותאכל יסודותיה. ואני עתיד לבנותה באש. And I'm going to build it with אש. שנאמר, ואני אהיה לה חומת אש, סביב ולכבוד אהיה בתוכה. Stop right there. How do you learn the beginning פסוק? It sounds like what? כי תצא. That means... It sounds like it happened by itself. Es zu ma'atzma yatsa. Yatsa. Why? Sheken avonotenu hem shigarmula. So even though we caused it, so the fire just went out on its own because of our actions, but God says, I'll take responsibility for burning it. Even though kitetzeh, we caused it. We caused the fire to be uh, uh, sent out. But Borei Olam says, bottom line, I burnt it. And since I burnt it, I'm responsible for rebuilding it. And since I burnt it with fire, I'm going to rebuild it with fire. Now there's a halakhic lesson to this, and there's a, 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 a gadaic lesson. So Gebrah says, Shmateta, what's the halakha? Patah ha-katum beneskeh b'amon, v'siyem beneskeh gufo. Tomar lecha, isho mishum chetzion. If you look at the pasuk, it says, um, it opens up, why? It's Mamono. But then it says what? That's the, the guy. Remember we had a machloket with Chabet? We had a machloket. Which means we had a machloket, famous machloket, or Mamono. How do you look at the, uh, the mazik of Ish? Why is the guy who sets a fire hayav? So do you look at it, it's your mamon, you're the owner of the fire, mamon a mazik. Or you look at it, no, it's mishum chetzio, which means you, when you shoot an arrow, it left your hand already, but it came from your, uh, from your kawah, so to speak. So therefore, mishum mishum chetzio means it's your chetz, you set into motion, even though the wind took it over and all that, but it, but it came from you. So they were, this halakha sounds like it's ishum mishum chetzio that we, 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 we connected to the one that did it because what does it say in the beginning? Gita se'esh. Shalem mishlem ha'mav'ir. So it sounds like what ishum mishum chetzio that's coming from his, uh, from his, his item. That the big question that the, the, I think the Ran asks in, in Shabbat, the Ran asks on Shabbat, that if you hold Ishom Mishum Petzio, so how do you light a Nerot Shabbat? Because you're lighting it on Erev Shabbat, but if you say Ishom Mishum Petzio, so it's your, it's your Chetz. And therefore, now it goes on Shabbat, it's coming from you, so therefore it's connected to you even on Shabbat. Well, it should be that killing. It's already done. It should be. Should be that killing. It's great. So, 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 so unless you're, 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 I think I've been this Ikim, he said. Right, okay, so that's a Shabbat. He asked about Shabbat. He asked about Shabbat. He said, well, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do with that? Yeah, that, that, that's the famous Shabbat of, 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 of the Rat. If you say Yishu Mishu Mamono, there's no problem. But Yishu Mishu Chetzio, what are you going to say? What's the what's the Ran? What's the answer? Okay, we'll find that on when this game will be. But that isn't in Shabbat. No, maybe it could be it's... Um, could be, could be it's on, bring, yeah, 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 you have your book, uh, Moshe, you have your, your Chabet, you have Chabet in this one, right? Uh, okay, anyways, continue over here.
Let's continue over here, Rabotai. I think I'll leave it there. We'll go with we'll see it. Check on how bad if they bring this around. It should be sure. But it avert David, David was desirous, was thirsty. So they broke into Pelishtim. Basically, they stole some water for David. They went into Pelishtim area and uh, they got him water. Okay. What was this question over there that David was desirous? Uh, it means over here, it doesn't seem that this was a desire of physical, but he had a, a spiritual desire. What was the question? What, what, question. What, what did David want? He desired something. Or what did he want? Right. And they're saying it wasn't a physical desire, just of water. He must have a, a, a religious desire. So, There's a famous Kamara. He had the famous Shema. What do we hold by Tamun? Tamun Ba'esh. When you make a fire, are you Hayav on Tamun or not? Who do we posek like this? And Upashtula, my Pashtula, and they answered him. That was his first She'ela. Uh, uh, and therefore, once they told him that you're not Hayab and Tamun, so he did what he did. We'll see what he did. Rabuna Amar Gidishim What happened over here was that you had piles of Se'urim, of barley, and they belonged to Yisrael. And who was hiding under them? Pelishtim. David wanted to burn the Gidishim in order to burn the uh, the Pelishtim. It's not a bad today. The she'ilah that he had was, Can you save yourself by damaging your friend's property? Because he's destroying somebody's field, but he's saving himself from Pelishtim. So that was a she'ilah. But you're a king. So basically, I'm in a domain. You do whatever you want. The king, he can, you know, uh, uh, do whatever he wants and break the Gidishim, and uh, no problem with, uh, with that. Uh, but not somebody else's expense. It could, it could, 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 could be, as Sheila was, does he have to compensate them? Oh, meaning for sure he could do it. Right. Exactly. That's the Sheila, does he have to compensate? Exactly like the doctor said. This question basically was: Do have to reimburse? Does he have to reimburse? That was a shayla. So if king has eminent domain, he can take property. Yeah. So why Achab and Ezra had a problem with his his uncle's property, and he he wanted it? Right. That 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 come up with some kind of crazy. Right. That 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 that's what Ezra told him. You're a king. What are you doing? He was a nice guy. With 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 his his neighbor. I, 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 I guess you have to have a um, you have to have a reason. I guess maybe maybe that's the shot. You can't just just, just just take a here. There was a reason he wanted to save himself, or you want to expand your uh, property or something. Uh, he liked his property. because he saw it. Uh, maybe maybe you don't well, save it. If you have people. another way to, to kill those people without burning the grain, oh for sure, for first. sure. Anyway, that's that's what they told him. They told him. Um, So the first shayla was what tamun ba'esh. Okay, fine. Second answer was what matzil um, atzmo. Uh, Third interpretation. For Rabbanan said what ve'tima rabam al moriam lugidishim desum deselavu ugidushim da adashim de pelishtim. So there were two piles: the piles of seurim and the piles of adashim of lentils belong to pelishtim. The question that David had was, Wow, can, can you go feed um, his animals of uh, in order to pay them back uh, with Gidishim of Adashim of Pelishtim? You can't steal from a non-Jew. This is like spoils of war. 
ולכן היה מותר לטעות כדי שהוא יתאם אותו לתת את העדשים. מדין כיבוש מלחמה. והשאלה הייתה רק אם בנקרא מישראל על דת לשלם יש איסור גזל. So he says over here, Shalchuleh, Havol Yashiv Rasha, Gezelai Yishalem. That the Rasha returns the collateral, and he has to pay for the Gezelah that he stole. Afalpi, Shegezelah Mishalem, Rashahu. You can't do that. Even though you paid back, it's called the Rasha. But you're a king. Avata Melech Ata. Melech Poretz, Latzot Oderich, Ben Mochi Biyado. That's amazing. It's good to be a king. When a person returns the Gezelah, he's still called the Rasha after he fixed it? Yeah, but this was Amenat. Ah. This was Amenat there. That's a shame. It's a shame, but here you want to look at it like a Tachilah, can I steal? If you say that David HaMelech wanted to what? Just take the Seudim and pay back with Adashim. How do you dictate Had Kerawan Pasuk says, Bastihi Sham, Halkat Nasdem Me'alea Adashim. It's one field, one person says the field was filled with lentils. Okay, so one was Seorim, and one was, so therefore we understand both Pesukim. Uh, one was Yisrael, and one was the Goyim. But according to the question, David wanted to burn the Seorim because these Pelishtim were underneath it. What's the second Pesuk? Why, why does one pasuk say Seorim, one pasuk say Adashim? If you say that that was the trade-off, I understand why one says Seorim. But if you just say they were hiding under the Seorim, and you want to know, can you burn the Seorim? So what do I, what, why does one pasuk say it was Adashim? Amalach tahavu namu gidishim da'adashim di'israel da'avim tabiru ba'pedishim. It was also, it was also gidishim of uh, Adashim that belonged to Israel, and they were hiding under it as well. So there was two, two parts. The Pasuk says that what? That um, the Giborim, the Pasuk Alcha, the Pasuk Alcha, the Gibor, that's the Sanhedrin, who would seal at the Gedishim Misrefa. But he told them, you really can't do it, but you're a king, so you can get away with it. So now we understand. What it says in the pasuk is what did the pasuk say? Right, he saved it, meaning from a regular guy, not a king. A regular guy would not be able to burn the uh, the field down, but he was able to. Understand? However, but according to the opinion that says David wanted to just switch to Seorim to pay back Adashim, what, what did he save it from? Which means, there's nothing to be saved over here. He was going to pay it anyway. Let's go back again. The Gemara said, the Gemara said, Amalecha, Bishlama lemandama lemikle, Mazal lemikle, to burn the field. Haynu dikhti vayityasev betokha halka vayatsileha. When he saved it, he saved the Giddishim for burning. Even though he was a king. basically saved them. If it wasn't for David, because, but that's with Vayatzilea. You can't burn somebody else's thing and not pay because you want to save your life. You can burn them, you got to pay. But David, you don't got to do anything, you have to pay. So that's Vayatzilea. But according to the second shot, that was the she'ela, I want to burn the, uh, 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 the uh, I want to feed the barley. animals the barley, and I want to pay them back in, in lentils. So the question is, what do you mean you save it? David was going to pay them. You didn't have to save anything. He, he wasn't asking to get off the hook. 
He was going to pay it. So what, 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 you didn't save anything. He didn't ask for a uh, not to pay. So the Gemara says, "De lo shabak right? Which means they didn't let him make the change. Which means that's the Vayatzi there for making the change. If it wasn't for David, Vayatzi means that not that I saved the money. I wouldn't even let you make the switch. That you cannot feed them seorim and pay them adashim. Now you're David. You can do that, but Vayatzilea in a normal case. The first two cases of what? That they wanted to burn the Gaddish, uh, where the Pilishtim were hiding underneath, and uh, pay back uh, the Israelim and uh, Adashim. That's why we have one pasuk that says Adashim on Pixorim. However, but according to the opinion that says Tamun Ba'esh Kame Ba'yele, what do I care? One's Bali, one's uh, Tamun. That was the question. There was two questions. There was a Tamun question and a barley lentil question. Two questions he asked them. That's why we had to discuss the barley and the lentils. Is that it? It was, it was, it was plus one. According to the opinion that says what? The last two opinions that what? That he was asking him. He didn't want to take the leniency. They told him, you're a king. Remember the last two answers? You're a king, you, you can do it. And you don't have to pay them back. And you're a king, and you can just take the Seorim, and you don't got to pay them back. Uh, uh, and you can take the Seorim and pay them back in, uh, in, in, in lentils. He didn't want to take the leniency. Amar, kevandika, isura lo nihali. I'm not interested. It's not an isura for other people. Right, right. But according to the opinion, it's Tamun Ba'esh. He was asking a simple question. What do we owe by Tamun? They said, we hold like Hakamim. That what? Or, or they hold like Rabbi Yehuda. Tamun Ba'esh is patur. What was he worried about? Why didn't you want to drink it? Why didn't you want to take the heter? It, it's giving you psak halakha. Now she says, Mechti, Gemara Shoreh, Lod Nitzach El Mod Halakha. Kemosh Shalom, Umayim Velo Ava. He was asking the halakha, and they told him, Halakha is Tamun Ba'esh Mutar. So what is it, Lo Ava? They want to drink it, which means he didn't want to follow Sanhedrin because Why? Which means he didn't want to quote them. He didn't want to quote the rabbis by name who told him this halakha. Why? Why not? Why not? Because he has a tradition for the betin of Shimon Ramati. Whoever is Moser himself to die for the Vre Torah, you don't say halakha in his name. Why not? That's like a great thing. Hazal Amnam Amru. She'en the Vre Torah mitkaimim elabimishimimit atzmo. Right, you have to be willing to be Moser Nefesh for Torah. Meaning, you're giving up sacrifices of the pleasures of life. You're not allowed to put yourself in sakana. You're not allowed to put yourself in sakana to study Torah. And therefore, wow. You're wrong, you shouldn't do that. You're not allowed to put yourself in danger just to study Torah. Three warriors who were not devoted, right. were not devotedly immersed in Torah right. upon the ba- 
upon the battlefield, but simply to, when to pose a question, we're not... Right, so the three, the three guys in the battlefield were not on that level, at least at the time of the battle. So yeah, therefore, they shouldn't have put themselves in danger. So they were, look at that. He got the answer, but he said, uh, it's going to remain anonymous. to Hashem. <laughs> According to the opinion that says what? The last two interpretations. Mishum de'avad l'shem shamayim. But he didn't want to take the hetid of your king. So that's why it says, v'yasech otam l'shem, he poured them for, he poured the water for God. He didn't use the water for himself. Which means, that's a way of saying he sacrificed. He sacrificed. He sacrificed. He sacrificed. What did he do in l'shem shamayim? He just got a psakalacha. Te'amrinu m'shemad de'gemara. So he said, uh, again, the name of this halakha and the names of the rabbis of the Beit Midrash, but he didn't say the names of the people themselves. Same what we said above. So what does it mean by Hashem? Uh, so he's saying, it's like he, he sacrificed these halakhot to God and gave the credit to God, as opposed to giving the credit to, uh, to the people who said themselves. So,